0: Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Linda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com. Everybody these days wants to bring more prosperity, more ease into their life. And today I'm talking with RTT and Intuitive Mindset Mentor, Glennis Trinder. Welcome, Glynis.
1: Thank you so much, Linda. I'm just so excited to be here.
0: It's been a while now since The Secret has Mm -hmm. been out in mainstream. It opened a lot of people's minds to the idea that they are not powerless in their ability to create and how much power their thoughts and emotions have. And yet, there's so many people that haven't really created what they wanted to create in life. What's missing?
1: What's missing? What The thing that I find most is that what people want and what they feel they're allowed to have don't match up. Um, and the difference is what they feel in their own minds or in their own bodies, how much they are capable. So basically limiting beliefs. It's the, the beliefs that we have about how worthy, how enough, you know, whether we can do this or, you know, whether this actually works at all. It's the beliefs that stop us because really the only thing between where we are and where we want to be is how we feel about it because emotions are the attracting factor. So in fact, a lot of people want something light, they want something different, but they feel heavy and negative towards it. So they're, you know, they're keeping it. They're keeping it away from them by what they're feeling in their own minds,
0: and if you have an attachment to what you're trying to manifest, that holds another energy that goes into that whole ball of wax as well. That's it. I have this five-step formula. That's
1: the the final step is actually letting go, letting go, and not looking every day for where it is, not um, expecting it to arrive now or in a certain way. And, you know, by looking out and wondering where it is or noticing the lack of it, you're actually then vibrating with the lack of it. So you're not going to get it. So in fact, actually, the letting go part, which is the last and final step, and it seems easy, isn't always so. and. We need, in order to get to that final step, we need to go through all of the others in order to really get in alignment with it and to feel light and easy and carefree about it.
0: And what do you think about affirmations?
1: I do like affirmations. I find affirmations are brilliant, and unique, but you need to stay consistent with it. I use um or TT or hypnosis to actually rewire the mind into completely believing something. Now I have changed with affirmations as well and in fact hypnosis is just like a deeper version of affirmations because it's going in when you're in that suggestible open part of your mind and it's just the repetition and repetition with anything works. In fact, the first time I realized that I self-hypnotized was before I was ever a hypnotherapist. And I was speaking on stage when I was just launching my business. It was something that I was terrified of, but I knew I wanted to do it. And I kept saying over and over again, how excited I was. And me repeating the words, I was so excited. This is all working so wonderfully. I knew by the time it came, I was excited, and it did all work wonderfully. So I do think that affirmations are great, but up to a point, if you're going to be outwardly saying, I am abundant, money is flowing to me, but inwardly you actually feel poor because of some black block in your mind from so long in the past that you don't even see or aren't even aware of now, You've got to actually disconnect that in order to move forward. And it's just like a faulty wiring system, not even faulty. It's just, you know, our core beliefs, the beliefs that we were brought up on, the meanings that we gave to events from our past can form those beliefs. And that's where we can be stuck. So even if you say one thing, but if inside you're feeling another, that's where the, Contradiction is and the mind can't hold contradicting thoughts, so you're actually similar to having a tug of war with the universe with what you want.
0: So much in there that we could unpack. One thing that everyone needs to know if they're doing affirmations is that the law of attraction and the law of vibration is working all the time. So if you're only doing your affirmations for a few moments a day and the rest of the day, your focus negatively yes that's what you're going to get
1: and that's where it lies that's why you've got to go in and find the reason why you don't believe it's possible and people aren't even aware that they don't believe it's possible until they realize why they have a certain pattern most of the people that i would work with want something but they never truly believe they're going to get it. And even though they say they know they're going to get it, when we go in and question, we realize what it is that's making them not believe that. Because our minds are so intelligent. We only use two to four percent of our mind, the conscious mind. Um, The subconscious mind knows everything, remembers everything, holds on to all of those past emotions and feelings. So when you actually question the mind in the subconscious level, which we do in hypnosis or RTT, you can then find the reasons why. You can find the events that you came up with a belief that you're not even really aware of, and we can just dismantle those and turn them around. And then listening to an affirmation in that level of mind, you know, every day I give people an audio, I like them to listen to it twice a day for at least three weeks. At the end of that, then they are showing signs of that belief is gone, because mostly it's just finding the big aha behind why they believe what they do, why they're stuck and being able to change the meaning, being able to change even the story from where it first began. And that's powerful. Then. Sort of, you know, you feel relaxed first and easy. And then when you feel easy and relaxed, well, you're vibrating with
0: what you want. I love your explanation, Glennis, because my business is called thought change. It's not just about the mind, it's about the emotions and energy behind. Because once we shift internally, everything shifts. How we perceive, what we attract, how we interact, it all changes. And I do think that there are a lot of people that don't necessarily know they're even thinking negatively or that there's something underneath the words that doesn't quite resonate with what they're trying to attract.
1: Yes. And a lot of that is they feel the emotion before they're actually aware of the thought. And our emotions, as you will know, are our guidance systems. You know, when we feel the emotion, we can understand, oh, and I get people to question, why am I feeling like this? And also you can ask positive questions like, I wonder how I'm not feeling, I wonder how I'm feeling the opposite. You know, I wonder how this is happening now. Because when you start to wonder and are curious about something the opposite to where you're feeling. So for instance, if you're having a negative emotion and you turn that around, what would you like to feel instead? And ask those questions. I wonder how I'm now feeling really at ease about, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, And then your reticular activating system starts to pick up and look for answers and reasons to do with that. So then your focus is on the positive and you're noticing more of the positive. So it's, it's turning it around before you spiral down,
0: you know, and get stuck in those negative emotions. So you mentioned the reticular activating system. system. Mm. What is that?
1: The RAS system, or yes, it's, it's a part of our minds that looks for, you know, it's, it's going to zoom in on what we are focused on looking for. Okay. So I'm going too technically to the science of it. Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it. I like the way he explains it. So for instance, if you think a thought and that thought has a chemical reaction in your body, a chemical reaction is felt as an emotion. So if you have a negative emotion, it's because you've thought of a negative thought. And that negative emotion is going to, in turn, the chemical that that produces spark back to the reticular activating system, which then in turn, you know, lights up in different areas with three or four similar thoughts to um, back up while you're feeling. So if you're feeling in you know, a crabby mood because of something. And then this will show you three other reasons why. Yes, why you shouldn't like your mother-in-law or your, you know, so those things are just um, building up and building up. And before we know it, the emotions have also built up. So the reticular activating system, if you start to notice, I wonder how I'm now feeling really positive about my mother-in-law <laughs> and, um, and start thinking of something nice about your mother-in-law. The, then you'll notice your mind will start lighting up with other areas, other memories why you should. So it in fact, it changes the whole energy. And before you realize that you're not you know, built up with sort of bad feelings about a particular person and you can notice lightness. And that then in turn raises our vibration. It's all about raising our vibration because we're, we're attracting from that.
0: It reminds me a little bit about quantum physics and how we can alter reality by our perception. And I think that sometimes that those thoughts that we have that trigger emotions, they can be so fast instantaneous that we don't even actually know we're thinking them. They can be unconscious and just come up and then trigger all this baggage.
1: Yes. And that's because we think about 60,000 thoughts every day. And they're mostly thoughts that are on repeat from the day before and the day before. So we are unconsciously thinking, but it's only when you stop and question a thought and realize that you can change a thought and be curious about a different thought that you can move it. But I love that. I just adore quantum physics. I and I'm not scientific and never was, but I find this whole system just so amazing. And that for instance, you know, where you put your energy, where you put your attention, you put your energy. And if you bring a a positive emotion into one cell in your body, it imprints immediately because that has an effect of lifting your emotions, which in turn lifts your physical well-being. You know, I had a I met with a client very recently and I realized just what a negative space she was in. And her her health, her her skin, everything was breaking down purely because she was stuck in such a negative emotion. And it just took a small little tweaking before everything just you could feel, you know, that sort of which, you know, exhalation of ease. And when you're feeling ease, that's when you start noticing the positive things and and obviously then you're
0: manifesting from that. How it seems for me when I work with people is it feels like their system has more space so that something else can come in. They don't have this tight grip on some rigid reality that's very negative really do live in a land that holds a potential of magic and miracles, really.
1: I love that. And I absolutely believe that. Um, Ever since I first was read about the law of attraction and, and that book, The Secret, was probably the big thing that I noticed first. But from that, how that opened up. But the potential that we have as humans To be able to focus and change our thoughts, you know, and to be able to co-create our own lives, it's just mind-blowing, really, to know that you can do that.
0: So do you have any tips that might help us really catch where we're being negative or where we're looking at things through a very narrow perspective?
1: Yes, I suppose the first thing is to recognize that your emotions are that guidance system. So if you are feeling in a negative mood, in a negative, if you feel, a lot of my people would feel anxious first. Anxiety seems to be something. I work with a lot of empaths and um, spiritual people and that's where they would hold their emotions first. Um, but it doesn't matter. It could be anger, it could be, you know, any of those negative emotions. And to just notice and not to beat yourself up. I think mostly not to be critical to yourself. The first thing is to just be curious. And curiosity is so much lighter than condemning. Cure, being curious and saying, I wonder how, I wonder why, I wonder why where why I'm feeling this and just by wondering you'll become aware of your last thought the other thing when I'm putting people into hypnosis the quickest way we do that is we get people to look up as high as you can and when you look up you kind of get a fluttering in your eyes and it's very similar we close the eyes down then and get that fluttering but it's something that we do every night when we go into REM sleep and it's where we come up to that alpha level of mind which is not not completely deep asleep where we have been we go into REM we go up to the alpha level when we're dreaming and being active and when you want to recognize or remember something and even if you think of a cartoon and if somebody is thinking they're looking up because when you look up you're accessing not the deepest part of the subconscious mind, but the things that are just below the surface. And when you look up like that and just think, I wonder why I'm feeling like this, and just leave it and go about your business, you'll start to notice, oh yeah, I was thinking this a minute ago. And that thought, what does that mean? Just being curious about your thoughts. And then the other thing I think you can do is almost imagine that you're taking that thought out almost like pulling the thought out of your head and looking at it and being curious of that thought and asking yourself, is this thought true? Is it true? And is it true for everybody? Is this a real thought? And is it my thought? Or is it somebody else's thought? And you quite remember maybe, oh, my mother or my Auntie Mary used to use that, you know? And you'll notice where you picked it up. And then um, how are you feeling? when you think that thought and that's a lot of that work is Byron Katie's work the work you know questioning the thought but then you have a choice do you want to put that thought back in you've taken it out and you've you've looked at it or do you want to put in a different thought do you want to think the opposite thought do you want to choose your own thoughts so I think even doing that and sometimes that is okay to do when something isn't very deep. Sometimes we obviously have to go a little bit deeper and, and, and look for the reason why the root cause, the first time it ever happened, you know, and that might be way, way back when you we were very, very young. But I think doing that with the thoughts that spiral and go around every day that we just get stuck in and trip over ourselves from. But that is one little thing people can do.
0: I love that you are encouraging people not to make the emotion wrong, the negative emotion, because it's just there to guide you.
1: Yes. And actually, I'm working with a group of people at the moment. Um, I, I do this four month program and we're just started. So I'm noticing some of the things that are coming up. And a lot of the women feel, I don't like to to write this down because I don't want to write down a negative thought. Almost that if they write down that negative thought that then they set it in stone. But it's not like that. It's actually a really good way of getting it out. In fact, you first of all have to acknowledge that it's there. And, you know, are so loving with yourself and non-judgmental to yourself or Anybody, you know, and it's easier to be non judgmental to other people than it is to ourselves. So just recognizing, oh, I have that thought in me, I have that belief in me, and being gentle about that. And then when you write that thought down, in fact, what you can then do is write the opposite, you know, write, you know, if you want to journal a lot of negative thoughts, then journal from the opposite. If you didn't feel like that, how would you feel? And, I, and then I get people to tear. Tear that page up, get rid of the what they've brought out, burn it, do something like a little ritual, release it, um, because you don't have to keep believing it. That's a good way actually to do affirmations is to then you know turn them into an affirmation and write that out every day or speak that every day. Have that I don't know written on your filing
0: cabinet or your. I do think when you write it gets in a little bit deeper. Yes. Just speaking. Absolutely. It's been fantastic having you here at Gwyneth. Thank you. You have an audio that you'd like to share with the listeners.
1: I have an audio called Reclaim Your Power because I believe we are all totally we have a natural power. We have a God given or a universal given right to a power. And it's, it's not our ego power. It's not an ego power. It's our highest power. And quite often when we get stuck in a spiral thought that's going down and we get into our ego or our small ego, but this audio is about just finding that. And there's a bit of energy work around it as well. It is a hypnosis audio where you are noticing the thoughts and then turning them around and feeling how good it would feel if you were the opposite. I think it's about 15 minutes long. It's not a very long audio called Reclaim Your Power. And it's it's probably one of my favorite ones when I meet people first that I know I can just here, try this. And it's it's a really good way of knowing actually you can change your thought. Actually, you can spiral up And instead of down, so yeah,
0: wonderful. And would you like to share your website or your contact information? My website
1: is just glennistrinder.com, G L Y N I S S, which is, you know, I changed my spelling, that's another story for another day of woo. Um, trinder, T R I N D E R.com. And I suppose the best place to find me at the moment is I have a free group. The heart of manifesting. So I have a page, The Art of Manifesting, but this is a free, safe space, The Heart of Manifesting. And it's really for heart centered women who um, want to explore without judgment, you know, all about the law of attraction and how to manifest.
0: And that's on Facebook. That's on Facebook, sorry. That's on Facebook, yeah. Perfect, perfect. I will put all of those links in the show notes for easy access. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. You'll find us on YouTube, on iTunes, Anchor.fm, and also on PodCoin. You'll find me at ThoughtChange.com. Come and pick up your free copy of Learning to Listen and have a good look around. There's a lot of opportunity to open your mind to new possibilities. Bye for now.